Lisa Kay. Nice Hi. to see you. Uh, thank you for being here. You're going to be with us uh, later today as well at our Business of Cannabis retail series. But I wanted to check in with you this morning because we've been to your store, Kay's Pot Shop on Queen Street East in Toronto. Uh, we were so taken by it. We've like tried to get there as much as possible, tried to talk to you as much as possible. But I wanted to specifically have you today because we are in the midst of a year that's going to see maybe 960 to 1,000 new stores in Ontario. That's sort of on the one side which puts incredible demand and stress on the current system to people to stand out and do something different and interesting. You were doing something different and interesting, but it actually is very true to who you are. That is to say, tell us a little bit about why you wanted to open Kay's Pot Shop. That's funny. Um, my husband especially is, has always wanted to do this. And when there was legalization and there was the first lottery, we were all about it. And of course the first lottery was what it was. Um, we didn't get into the second lottery, but when, um, when the opportunity came about to start with the application, we got in there right away. Like the beginning of January last year, we signed, we, we got, we, uh, we just, we wanted to do this. We wanted to, it, it was a space we wanted to be in. It was like sort of the next for us. I have a, like a long career. Sorry. I have an alarm going off. I apologize, but go ahead. Sorry. I really screwed that up. Go ahead. Um, I, I had a career and my husband is in film and uh, we wanted to do something beyond that. And this just really fit us. And so when we started figuring out what our store was going to be and how it was going to look, we did a trip across Southwestern Ontario and we went to a lot of the shops that were open between here and Niagara. And we didn't see anything that was quite us. And that set us down the path of opening Case Pot Shop, a store that was for people that approached cannabis like us. And uh, I'm, I'm pretty happy with how it turned out. We both are. It's, it brings a lot of who we are to the store. Yeah, I mean, it, it really is. I would say two things and we've been there, we love it. Um, it is a reflection certainly of you uh, no doubt, you feel that come through when you're there. Um, it is a reflection of the neighborhood too. And, and we head out to the East End when things are open um, to like pop in and out of shops that are unique, that feel like the neighborhood and yours really feels like the neighborhood, which is also a reflection of you because you live in the neighborhood. Like talk a little bit about that because I, I would love to get your thoughts about when people come in or have come in for the first time, do they feel like, oh, this is our neighborhood joint? Kind of, you know, the we lived about a block away for 10 years and we've moved, you know, maybe a mile further away from the store than we were, but that was where we raised our kids. It's our community. We know a lot of the neighborhood and we have, we share the values of that neighborhood because that's what draws us to live there. Right. So opening a shop seemed in right in our neighborhood seemed very natural for us and knowing a lot of the neighbors and knowing the community, uh, it was really nice. So when people come in, it feels like um, friends coming in often. And the people that we didn't know that started coming in became friends. We've turned into this place where a lot of people stop by, whether they're buying cannabis or not, they stop in and say hello. We have all kinds of memorabilia and, and tchotchkes around the store. And um, people are always adding to the tchotchke wall. They bring in, we, we always play VHS tapes. People bring in their favorite tapes. So it's really become a community hub. It's really nice that way. 
It, it, it really is. I'm not just saying that because I like it. Like when I was in and we, we were talking to you obviously about the store, but, but um, you know, we talked about Star Wars. We talked about the neighborhood. We talked about the dogs that stopped by to get treats. Like all those things, it just feels different and apart from the normal shopping experience, period. Like that is a, that is good retail uh, practice. And it seems to come naturally. And if it seems forced, sometimes it doesn't work. But this actually feels like, it feels like you're in your living room. Well, that was actually the concept for the store. You know, we have the tchotchke walls instead of um, strain cards on the wall from all the different LPs, we've branded them and it feels like our portrait wall. We have a, a big china cabinet in there and it's like mom's china cabinet full of bongs. It's, we've had a lot of fun with it. And we just, we approach it like that. We want people to feel really comfortable coming in. We want people to be able to ask questions. We want people to feel friendly and not just rush through. And a lot of people come back or send friends there because it's not intimidating. And, and we didn't, we're not purposely trying. Like, that's just who we are. We'd like, come in and see us, hang out. Let's talk about what. Yeah, I mean, that. That's good. That's what consumers like. Like, that's what I like, right? Like, people actually do want to talk about it, and and for you know, uh, and we'll talk about it a little bit later today as well. And that is, you know, people do have a lot of questions, right? Especially as things, even for a lot of consumers, are relatively new. They have an old way of buying things. This is a new way of buying things. How do we make them comfortable so they want to come back to Case Pot Shop in the new way? Yeah, that was a big part. That's still an ongoing big part of it. Consumers have a hard time switching from the legacy to the licensed and licensed does it differently. And there's a lot of different rules. And, you know, I explain 50 times a day why I can't sell edibles that are more than 10 milligrams, but at the same time, people appreciate knowing what's in those edibles and having the health Canada stamp. They, they realize that, you know, this is going to be safe. This is made in proper way. These are the ingredients. Um, the same with, I've had to explain it a ton of times, shatter what you're getting on the, the gray market or the legacy market may be different than what we're selling. Um, there's definitely a difference in price. And the, the initial reaction to that is like, I'm not paying this. Like I don't, I, I can get this for this price. And, and, you know, we have to go into, well, but the process of making really cheap stuff may not be the healthiest option. Um, we, we have to explain basically strains, cultivars, LPs. It, there's so much on the license side that I think you don't realize until you start talking to consumers what they don't know or what they're trying to figure out. So you have to provide a space where people can feel comfortable to ask questions. And you certainly have, and kudos to you because uh, a getting getting up and running is not easy. Two, it's uh, that that's never that has not been easy. It's not easy. Uh, second, in the midst of that, you've been dealing with the pandemic for a year, so on again, off again, uh, which is always challenging. But I think what you said at the beginning, which is trying to create a place that people want to come into, um, is really the value add. Where once things open back up again. It's one of the, it's going to be the first place they want to come, I think, right? Like it, it is a bit of like, oh, I really miss that experience I had in my neighborhood to go get, to get my weed, right? Like, I think there's something to that. And are you, are you projecting ahead of what that might look like the next normal state? 
I don't know what the next normal state is going to be. <laughs> I know that a lot of people that have come by have said, I miss coming in. And I don't, I, I love hearing that. You know, it's so nice to hear that. Uh, I'm sorry that they miss it. And we try and provide a little bit of the experience at the door. We've moved everything that we can up and we still give dogs dog treats and we, you know, we still have time for chat, but uh, it's definitely a different experience when you can come in. Yeah. Well, Lisa, I really, I, I, I do like talking to you, even when we're not sort of uh, filming. Uh, and, and I wish you all the luck in the world over the next uh, couple of months, let's say. And, and we can't wait to get back there. And uh, <laughs> we can't wait to get back there and spend some time as well. So thank you for your time. We'll see you later today. And uh, thanks as always. Thanks for having me, Jay. It's always great talking to you.